This is an adult education podcast of Lanier Technical College. If you are a lawful resident of the state of Georgia and are interested in more free lessons to improve your English or prepare for your high school equivalency diploma, such as the GED or HiSET, please visit our website, www.laniertech.edu. Click on Adult Education and follow the instructions. And now for our lesson. Hello, welcome to our lesson. Our names are Judson Coffey, Elliot Hood, and Emma Callahan. Today we will be learning about the Civil Rights era. We will be primarily focusing on the Civil Rights Movement. However, we will touch on the international conflicts that the U.S. was involved in at this time, as well as the future implications of the Civil Rights Movement. Now, what is important to note is that it can be said that the Civil Rights Movement that is, the movement to grant equality and equity to historically disenfranchised races and peoples is still occurring today. But for this lesson today, we are going to mainly talk about the civil rights movement that occurred in what is historically known as the civil rights era. This era is commonly seen as taking place between the mid-1950s to the early 1970s. Now, for simplicity's sake, when we are referring to the civil rights movement in this podcast, we will be referring to the events and cultural shifts that occurred specifically in the civil rights era. The civil rights era affected everyone one way or another. Think about who you are as a person and how your life could be different if it had never occurred. You personally may not experience racial discrimination or any type of other discrimination for that matter, but may have a friend or family member who does. Acknowledge the fact that your relationships with people could be different or non-existent if this era would never have occurred. We will begin by introducing the Civil Rights era and highlighting the things we feel were most important that have greatly affected our lives today. Our goal throughout this podcast is to educate you on all the importance of this era as well as keep as well as help you recognize how different the United States would be if it never occurred. <clears throat> it is important to know how this era has shaped where our country once was and how it has evolved up to this point. One can make a clear argument that civil rights is still something that has not been solved, and rightfully so with the events that have transpired in the past year and a half in our country. Knowing how this era has paved the path to where we are today as a society can help us better make can help us make better decisions and help us to push society further in finding solutions to the current problems we face today regarding race. Now, one cannot talk about the progress that was made during the civil rights movements without talking about where it all started. The laws that had the most effect on the African-American population, which is the population that we will be mainly focusing on for this podcast and the civil rights movement in general, were the infamous Jim Crow laws. Now, before we talk about the Jim Crow laws, we must first talk about the Black Codes, which were implemented as early as 1865. The Black Codes were a response to the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery. The Black Codes were strict laws that limited former slaves' abilities to work and vote, and in general, the law and judicial system of the local areas was very against African Americans, as many officers and officials were former Confederate soldiers, especially in the southern states. Now, while some of the Black Codes receded as time went by, Though many of them didn't or came back in different forms, there was still a lack of African Americans having any agency or defense in America's legal system. There were still many basic civil rights that African Americans didn't possess. 
the privileges that were afforded to whites simply weren't available to African Americans. This denying of rights was done mainly through the Jim Crow laws. This denied them rights such as education, the right to vote, hold jobs, equal place on public transport, and many more. The Jim Crow laws also expanded quite considerably during the 1880s. African Americans were denied access to public parks, they were segregated from whites in restaurants, movie theaters, they even had their own separate bathrooms, water fountains, building entrances, waiting rooms, elevators, separate textbooks, separate schools, and even their own cemeteries. And it goes without saying that the condition of the African Americans for facilities were in far worse condition compared to the whites. This persisted throughout American history for almost a century after the Civil War. Now, compiled with the Jim Crow laws, riots and lynchings also constantly oppressed the African-American population. Most of these lynchings were done in the South and were orchestrated by the Ku Klux Klan, a Klan of extreme racists who dressed in white, claiming they were personifying the ghost of Confederate soldiers. They were the primary offenders of much of the violence African-Americans faced. Now, we must remember that all this was present in American culture, specifically in the South, throughout almost a century, again after the abolishment of slavery. And one more note before we move on is to remember that while many of the states in the North didn't have as strict laws or customs or facilities that came up in everyday life in regards to racism, there was still a heavy amount of racial, pre racial prejudice to African Americans, even in the North. Now, because most of the violence was done in the South though, some people tend to forget that, but it was, it's important to note it was throughout all of America that this racial prejudice existed. It isn't until after World War II that we finally begin to approach the end of the Jim Crow era and begin the start of a much longer battle. After World War, World War II, the Civil Rights Movement began. It was a movement that worked towards ending segregation between the races. And while there are many events and points in history that we can point to as the beginning of the Civil Rights Movement, for today, we are gonna look at the historical Brown versus Board of Education Supreme Court case as our starting point. The results of this case and the waves the decision created cannot be underestimated. The Brown versus Board of Education case was a family suing the Board of Education, claiming that their daughter was being given unfair education as she was forced to ride the bus over an hour away towards a black school, even though she was right next to a white school. The Supreme Court ruled in favor of the family, and it brought an end to the separate but equal era. Up until then, the government had simply claimed that as long as the races were both given equal facilities, which they were not, then they can and should remain separate. But Brown versus Board of Education proved that separate could not be equal, and this launched a tidal wave throughout the nation. And with this court ruling, the civil rights movement caught fire and quickly spread throughout America. Now, Elliot is gonna tell us about the men and woman, women who led this movement. <clears throat> the civil rights era was one of the most defining moments in the history of the United States. This was the moment when effective change began in our country that led to more equal rights for people of color. For the longest time, people of color have been oppressed and have not had the same opportunities compared to that of Caucasian people. Even though this era happened over 55 years ago, one can argue that we are still facing much of the same issues today. 
As mentioned before, though, for the simplicity of this podcast, we will keep this combined, confined to the civil rights era itself. The most influential person of the civil rights era, era was Martin Luther King Jr. He was absolutely instrumental in the progress that was made for equal rights of Afri African Americans in this country. Martin Luther was a Southern Baptist minister in Georgia. He attended several universities such as Morehouse College, Crozer Theological Seminary, as well as the University of Pennsylvania. Martin Luther was known for his peaceful protests that mirrored the philosophy of Gandhi. Dr. King made it a priority to be peaceful in all of his protests. In fact, on October 14, 1964, Martin Luther King received the Nobel Peace Prize for fighting racism throughout, through his nonviolent philosophy. He had a lot of opposition against other issues, such as poverty and the Vietnam War. Martin Luther King was unfortunately assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee on April 4, 1968. Although he remains to this day not only as the most influential leader in the civil rights movement, but one of the most decorated people in the history of the United States. Another influential person in the civil rights era was Rosa Parks. She is most famously known for her Montgomery bus boycott. She was so important in this era that the United States Congress honored her as the first lady of civil rights and the mother of freedom and, and the mother of the freedom movement. Her courage by standing up to a bus driver to not sit in the back of a bus led to her arrest, but, but more importantly, to the inspiration of, of other African Americans to follow her actions. Her actions eventually led to bus segregation being deemed as unconstitutional under the 14th Amendment. While no one person was solely responsible for the progress made during this era, Rosa Parks made one of the biggest impacts because of her refusal to be subjected to racism. Another impactful person in this movement was John Lewis. He unfortunately passed away just last summer in, on July 17th, but he lived as one of the most decorated, he lived one of the most decorated lives in civil rights history. Most recently known as a United States House of Representatives member, he was another powerful, powerful figure in this era. He served on the, in the U.S. House of Representatives in Georgia's 5th District from 1988 all the way up to his death last summer. He is famously known as one of the Big Six leaders. They were a group that organized the March on Washington in 1963. Lewis was also courageously, also courageously led the first Selma March. This march took place on the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama on March 7, 1965. It was a peaceful protest march that took place on the bridge. The protest group faced harsh attacks from state troopers, but the violence that was captured on footage, on footage helped the nation see the racial discrimination that was happening and led to more racial equality for years to come. In 2011, John Lewis was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by Barack Obama. The final person we will discuss today is Malcolm X. He was an African-American minister and was very impactful as well in the civil rights movement. He was seen as an extreme leader in the movement because of his criticism of Martin Luther King and mainstream civil rights for their peaceful protest. Overall, Malcolm X was seen as a controversial figure in this movement, but is also a highly celebrated figure in African-American communities for his relentless and effective fight for racial equality. Despite being seen as controversial in his pursuit for justice for African Americans, 
It is a fact that he was an effective leader and left a mark in history as one of the most famous civil rights leaders. To sum up, all of these people were great leaders who stood up, who stood up to the inequality they were facing and they led to justice for many other groups of people such as women, women's rights, LGBTQIA rights, and rights for the disabled. This is going to wrap up the influential people in the civil rights portion of this podcast. Now I'll pass it on to Emma. I will now explain some of the key events that happened during the civil rights era. These events highlighted key points to be made for the movement. They were very much impactful to the start of all civil rights. First, we will begin in 1955 with the Montgomery bus boycott. The boycott had significance to the civil rights era because it was centered around discrimination for African Americans. They decided to not ride city buses in Montgomery, Alabama to protest segregated seating. This event really marked the beginning of the people taking charge of the civil rights movement. Next, in 1961, was the Albany Movement. The Albany Movement was not one specific event, but rather a series of nonviolent protests throughout the city of Albany to end racial discrimination in transportation and segregation in jails. These protests included sit-ins, jail-ins, mass demonstrations, and boycotts. Although this was considered peaceful protesting, many people were jailed during the protests and that caused controversy throughout the United States because people then believed that the protesters were doing something bad and needed to be arrested. Next, in 1963, was the Birmingham Campaign. The ca this campaign was considered the turning point in the civil rights movement because it impacted so many people. The people of Birmingham have had peaceful protests like sit-ins, boycotts, and marches on City Hall to protest segregation laws in the city. This, unlike other protests, was recognized by higher powers like the president at the time, John F. Kennedy. He stated, the events in Birmingham have so increased the, cre the cries for equality that no city or state or legislative body can prudently choose to ignore them. This movement had such an impact on the country that there was no way anyone was going to ignore what happened there and what it stood for. Next, in 1963, is the March on Washington. This was a massive protest with around 250,000 people that joined in front of the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. This again was another protest to advocate for the equality of African Americans. This was also the movement that Martin Luther King Jr. gave his famous I Have a Dream speech. Next, in 1965, was Bloody Sunday. Bloody Sunday was one of the first marches that ended in brutality. John Lewis was a 25-year-old activist who led 600 people into the town of Selma, Alabama. As a result of these people marching into the town, troopers opened fire and released tear gas onto the protesters. This event went viral through the news and word of it shocked the entire United States. This event, the events of this day have galvanized the public and pushed Congress to pass the Voting Rights Act. In 1965 was the Chicago Freedom Movement. This movement was centered on African-American Chicago residents who were segregated against because of low income, segregated housing, educational deficiencies, and health disparities. This movement was different from others because it lasted from 1965 to 1967, whereas others may have lasted a few weeks or months. It was credited with inspiring the Fair Housing Act, which was passed in 1968. Finally, the last major event of the Civil Rights Movement was in 1968, the Poor People's Campaign. 
This campaign was led by Martin Luther King Jr. and he had planned to bring around 2,000 people to Washington to protest and demand the right for poor people to be accepted into jobs, unemployment insurance, paid fair minimum wage, and education for poor families and children. He presented this idea to the Southern Leadership Conference in 1967 and finally went through with his campaign in 1968. Through all of these events, you can recognize a key factor. All of them were peaceful protests that led Americans to a different perspective on civil rights for all people. Martin Luther King Jr. played a huge role in all of these movements as well as the civil rights era itself. If it were not for all of these brave people standing up for what they believe in and putting it to action, the United States would look a lot different than it does today. Now we will go to Elliot for the closing. All right, just before we do the um, final closing, I'd like to just talk about the laws for a little while, just to kind of give a bit more depth and a bit more um, context for the laws that were created during this time that were mentioned by Emma and Elliot. So, first off, now these aren't all the laws or acts that were passed at this time, but they're the ones that affected the country on a national level. Now, first off, we have the quintessential victory of the civil rights movement passed in 1964 by President Lyndon B. Johnson, the Civil Rights Act was passed. This was an act that ended segregation on any legal level of the races. No longer could the races be separated on either a federal, local, or state level. Then in 1965, we have the Voting Rights Act, which ended efforts to keep disenfranchised from voting. This meant banning of literacy tests and poll taxes. And in 1968, we have the Fair Housing Act, which ended discriminatory practices when it came to renting and selling homes. Now, what we do have to remember about this is that it wasn't the end of racism or discrimination. One just has to turn on the news to see that prejudice still runs rampant in our country and our world at large. But this movement and the laws that were passed have given disenfranchised people and races a voice in our country's judicial system. We've made great progress since the civil rights movement, but we still have a long ways to go. The fire that was lit by Brown versus Board has still not gone out, and millions of people are still fighting for civil, for civil liberties. And while there have been many defeats and tragedies, there have also been many great victories. Since the Civil Rights era, which was primarily defined by efforts to end racial discriminations, other movements have arisen to end different types of prejudice. The handicap move, movement, Handicapism movement arose eventually, leading to the Americans with Disabilities Act in 1990, which afforded legal protection to Americans with physical disabilities and meant that any building that received federal funding must be completely handicap accessible. There was also great strides in the LGBTQ plus communities movement for equality and equal treatment. Overall, the civil rights era was an era defined by progress and ending legal prejudice and discriminations. And the works that were done in that era are still being felt today. Now, before we close off, we'd like to just do a short little Q&A to make sure that you fully understand all the information that we've talked about today. So I'll go first. Question one, what were the black codes? Early types of Jim Crow laws that prohibited former slaves from working, voting, and overall infringed on their freedom. Question two, what is the court ruling that started the civil rights movement?
Brown versus Board of Education. And that final question, what was the legal standard before Brown versus Board of Education? Separate but equal. And now Elliot's gonna do some questions on his section. <clears throat> Which famous person in the civil rights era served in the United States House of Representatives? John Lewis. What famous action did Rosa Parks take that led to tremendous progress in civil rights? She refused to listen to a bus driver's orders to sit on the back of a bus in Montgomery, Alabama. What famous accolade did Martin Luther receive in 1964? He received the Nobel Peace Prize. And now I'll pass it along to Emma. What was the first event that signified the start of citizen involvement in the civil rights era? Montgomery bus boycott. What was the event that was considered the turning point of the civil rights movement? Birmingham campaign. What event was the only violent protest that led to people getting killed or injured? Bloody Sunday. Now, to close out, I would like to just go over some key details one more time as a little bit of a refresher to end today's lesson. The civil rights era was an era of intense change in the social sphere of the United States. Relationships between races, oppressed groups, and the oppressors were rapidly changing. In many ways, these changes are still happening today, but this was the era that started it all. Individual people such as Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, and many more helped this social revolution occur. While many great legal changes occurred during this time, such as the Civil Rights Act and the historic Brown versus Board of Education, it's important to remember that these were just the most prominent years in a struggle that lasted over a century. Ever since the end of slavery, efforts have been made to oppress the rights of African Americans through things like the Black Codes and Jim Crow laws. But during the years of the Civil Rights Movement, these limitations were ripped off through the hard work of those involved and the many voices that rung out and demanded equality in a country that had always promised it but had never delivered. In closing, the Civil Rights Movement was one in which many great victories were achieved for equality not just for African Americans, but also those that were physically or mentally handicapped and those of the LGBTQ plus community. And the drive for achieving equal rights and treatment under the law is still continuing today. All right, thank you for listening. Goodbye. This concludes the lesson. Please make a note of the time, complete your log sheet, and turn your log in to your instructor at the end of the week. Then complete the follow-up activities assigned by your instructor or in your course module. This podcast has been a collaborative production of Lanier Technical College and the University of North Georgia.